Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's now time for Softy and Dick's Fun with Audio. Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy, Mr. Garoppolo. Now, let's have some fun with audio. All right, Hugh Mellon, by the way, is going to join us on the radio show. What's that, Dick? At 5 o'clock tonight, Art Teal. Been a long time since yeah. Art's been on the air with us. Is he still doing the sports press and so. W yeah. thing living him. out there on Bainbridge Island there? Saw him yesterday at the old Morris hey. Trophy yeah. Awards presentation. He's still 12 feet tall, by he the is. way. Okay. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Art looks Does good. He? Okay. Yeah, he's not aging yeah. like we are. You say that like he should look terrible. Well, he's older <laughs> than we are, and the problem is these people that are older than we are, we end up catching them and how, how old we look, yeah. which is really yeah. disturbing. Like Rob Lowe, yeah. when I was 10, uh-huh. Rob Lowe looked 40, uh-huh. and now I'm 50, and Rob Lowe looks 50. You know who Rob Lowe is, by the way? Yeah, of course. And great actor. How is that okay. possible? Literally, literally. Same thing with Tom Cruise. Uh, how is it possible that, that they look what? Look how is it possible that they look 10 years older yeah. 30 years later? Because they're probably partying every single night and sleeping with more women than even Will Chamberlain did. Honestly. Well, that's the key? They're just weathered, man. <laughs> they're having fun. <laughs> what the hell? All right, let's get to it. Uh, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dave? Did you hear that? Yeah. What? Let's start with Wednesday's first take on ESPN. Chris Mad Dog Russo. Formerly one half of the Mike and the Mad Dog show on WFAN, which, by the way, apparently Mad Dog and Mike Francesa are going to have a reunion on first take at some point. I might watch that. I'd watch that. Mad Dog confronting Stephen A. Smith about missing segments on the show because Stephen A. had to go promote his new book and couldn't be bothered. How dare you miss openings of shows to do radio or TV interviews. I didn't miss, I didn't miss. You left at 10.30. Oh, what are you, today don't we didn't have a talk at 10 at 10. And you're running back from Howard Stern out of the office yet? I'm never ready. You've made a fortune. We get it. The book's not bad. We can, we can move on. Can we move on from this stupid book? I've had enough of straight shooter. I've had enough. Get your rear end in that chair. <laughs> Does he not remind you a little bit of Gilbert Godfrey? Oh, absolutely, by the way? Chris Russo. Absolutely. Is, it, is it Kendrick Perkins who's also on that show? Yes, is that right? He's just sitting there. If you watch the video, laughing his ass off. Yep, laughing his ass off because finally somebody has the chutzpah to tell Stephen A. Smith to do his freaking job, and nobody cares about your stupid book. I like I it. it. I like Good it when they go at it, but when they go over the top, I yep. just totally tune it out. Like when they're both really? just yelling at each Interesting. other Interesting. after like yeah. a minute and a half straight. Yeah. I can't. I can't follow. Really? Are you the same way, Jackson? No, I love the yelling at each other. I do, too. I love it. Really? I think when there's a chance that there might be punches thrown, that's when I continue to watch. You don't love it when we yell at each other. Of course I do. I love it. Yeah. I always love it when we yell at each other. I just love it when I, or don't love it when I want to kill you on the air, (laughs) which happens every now and then. I don't want to kill anybody. Listen, the last thing I want to do is go to jail because of you. Trust me. Uh, Dick, did you happen to hear that? that Did you hear that? Hear what? In a recent interview, Marshawn Lynch, who's this with, by the way? Any idea? I don't know who this is okay. with. Yeah. In some interview with somebody, 
Marshawn Lynch explaining how his mom... Remember Mama Lynch? Remember how much she used to be on the radio station? Mama Lynch ended up in the Seahawks locker room while players were undressing after the team beat Denver in Super Bowl 48. To be honest with you, I probably ran harder from the tunnel to the hotel than I did the whole game. (laughs) Because I think I only had like 40-some yards, bruh, in a tub. You feel me? I didn't even see the confetti come down. Because I had already came to the locker room. I mean, I came in here, washed my ass real quick, and I pop out the dough. I go get moms a hug. Tell my boy, what the hell you doing? Why you dressed already? Like, come on, bud. It's me. You know what's happening? I tell moms, like, check it out, mama. You feel me? I'm gonna show you something. Bring it to the locker room. She like, oh, this where y'all be getting down at and woo, this, that, and third. Like, she like, boy, you supposed to be out there. I'm like, yeah, mama, you know, I just be chilling though, man. You feel me? And so she like, yeah, that's cool. You hear ooh, we got motherfuckers running in locker room. Yeah, you feel me? Super Bowl champions. When they start coming in here, start getting ready. And my mom like, oh, oh. Hey, mama. Hey, come on, man. Bring your ass on. Get out. Come on. Get up out of here. He talking about but but Ain't no but 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 nothing. Get your ass off. Mom's in here looking like Norbert getting all excited. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, I mean, look, if. If Mama Lynch wants to go to the locker room, there's certain things you got to deal with, right? Yes. Like there's going to be potentially naked players. That's right. I mean, you want to go in there? Fine. Just so you know, come on in, but there's going to be a lot of naked dudes in here. And I'm fine with that if I'm Mama Lynch. I got no problem with that so whatsoever. So there's no call like you commonly hear in a locker room when a female comes in. Female in the locker room! Just yeah. Give, you know, gives them five seconds to, to you know to put the towel where you, you need to put the towel. think females in the locker room have stopped players from being completely buck no, naked? No, no, no. I've been in locker oh, rooms, have as have you, yes. and clubhouses where there's been female reporters pl- present and dudes walking around buck naked. On purpose, probably. Uh, yes. Yeah. Some of them on purpose and didn't even give a damn. I remember Norm Charlton one time doing an interview, sitting on a chair, and there were... I, well, I know who they are. I'm not going to say their names, but there were two female reporters there, and when they showed up, he took his towel off there you go. when they showed up. It's like Lou Brown. I'm too damn old to go right. diving into lockers. Well, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Norm did that because the gal showed up. He was getting dressed. He was in the process of getting dressed. Came out of the shower, had a towel on, he sat down. How many times have you done interviews with guys where they're literally getting dressed, they're putting on their deodorant, they're yes. doing this? As they're talking to the press, right? right? They're literally changing as they're talking talking to the press. press. So he didn't do it to be a jerk. He did it because he had to put his clothes on. And there just happened to be two gals there. It doesn't happen as much now as it used to. Like when we first started going into locker rooms Uh, in the mid to late 90s. What was the thing with the Giants Giants player and the gal from Boston? Remember that? There was like a big lawsuit or whatever. Lisa something. Yeah, you're on the right track. Look that up. There's a story from like 30 years ago. All right, anyway, uh, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dave? What's that, Dick? Uh, On the Richard Sherman podcast this week, the former corner suggesting a hypothetical trade where the Seahawks land Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. What if a crazy scenario happened, Mitchell? And the Seattle Seahawks called the Baltimore Ravens, and they said, hey, we wouldn't pay Geno top quarterback money, which they may, and everything will be great. But we probably would for Lamar. And Lamar in Seattle and Geno in Baltimore? Hmm. Hmm. The interessante. But if I'm Lamar and I'm coming off a knee injury, then I'm rehabbing. I'm taking my time. I'm making sure you can't trade me because you're going to do what's best for the Baltimore Ravens 
and I'm going to do what's best for Lamar Jackson. All right, what do we make of that idea? First of all, Lamar, Lamar Jackson to the Seahawks. Lamar Jackson's best years are behind him. Feels not, like it. Not to say that he doesn't have a couple of good years left, but the couple of good years that he has left, the Seahawks aren't a Super Bowl championship caliber team. The Seahawks are going to be a Super Bowl championship caliber team in three-ish years. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson yeah. isn't going to be a Super Bowl caliber quarterback because he's never been close to a Super Bowl passer. Yeah. He's just been a Super Bowl athlete and his athleticism and his injuries, his injuries are preventing him from being an athlete. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of paying Lamar Jackson a ton of money in the offseason in August, and I'm not a, I'm, I'm an even bigger fan of avoiding that now after what we just saw out of him the last year when he can't stay healthy. So, like I said to you a few days ago, I'm kind of in love with the idea of the Seahawks not having to pay a quarterback a lot of money for a long, long time. Well, Lamar was the uh, question of the day on the oh. Would You Rather poll. Let's get to that later, because didn't we have one yesterday as well? That Yesterday's we was Lamar, yes. Right, let's, let's get to that, and we'll get to the one today as well coming up. Uh, real quick, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dave? What's that, Dick? Uh I want to skip number five. We don't have anything from Al Michaels and Tony Dungy putting people to sleep in that Jaguar comeback. (laughs) No. Is that right? Okay, because we do have the opposite of that. Uh, Petros Papadakis' co-host in L.A. is a guy named Matt Smith. He's also the voice of the Chargers. Did you know that? Yep. Matt Money Smith does play-by-play for the L.A. Chargers. He's also Petros' co-host. Well, L.A. blows a 27-0 lead. Jaguars come back to win the game. Here is Matt Money Smith, one half of the Petros and Money Show in L.A., calling the season-ending kick and the comeback complete for the Chargers radio network. This is the game. This is the season for one of these teams. 30-28. Snap. Kick is up. Kick is good. The Chargers are out of the playoffs. Pandemonium at TIAA Bank Stadium. This is going to be a long flight home, a long offseason, and absolutely inexplicable. There are no words to describe what we witnessed here tonight. The Chargers in complete control of this game at 27-0 somehow find a way to snatch defeat from the hands of victory. How do you call that if you're on that call, if you're Matt Money Just like that. Yeah. That was well done. I know how I would have called it. I would have just said the kick is up, and then the crowd, and then I take my headphones off and throw them across the room. They bounce off the wall, and I walk out of the studio. (laughs) All you hear is a big thud. And everybody gets it, right? That you just lost the game. But God. how do guys like Matt Money Smith and Paul Allen <sighs> transfer over into talk show host mode when they have to rip the team that they call? For? Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're confident enough for yourself, you do whatever the hell you want. I mean, you think Paul Allen gives a damn? Good lord! I mean, he's a fair guy. He's yeah. a fair dude. He's also passionate. And that's what bothers me sometimes about people in this business is that you want the passion when things are going well. But you don't want it when things are going poorly. It it doesn't work that way. That's right. It's it's either there all the time or it's not. Like Jackson loves the Sounders. Loves when they win. Hates when they lose. You can't have one without the other. You just can't. No, you can't. They go hand in hand. You got to be authentic both ways. Totally. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Number seven, you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. So you saw where Joey Bosa uh, in the game got that personal foul call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, first of all, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dave? What's Thank that, you. Dick? I do this right. So after the Chargers lost, Joey Bosa 
explained throwing his helmet, receiving a penalty, and his anger at the officials for an apparent blown call late in the game. Check this out. I need to be more accountable for my actions, obviously, but it's uh, it's a heated game. I think there just needs to be more accountability on... Uh, I mean, if I say something to them, I get a $40,000 fine, but if they blow a call that ruins an entire team's season, they get to... They're probably back in the locker room after the game, like, oh, I got that Oh, uh, yeah, got him 15 yards. What a loser. I guarantee it. That's what they're f***ing <laughs> talking about. <laughs> did you guys have the same reaction I did, though, hearing that? I mean, he just, he, he, he comes across as a total meathead. Yes. This guy. Yeah, uh, right? Tell exactly. You what, uh. And it's like he's reading off a piece of paper. Hello, I am Joey. I will no longer scream and <laughs> yell at officials. <laughs> it's like he's writing sentences. Did your parents ever make you write sentences when you yeah. were in trouble? You never had that happen to you? No. I think I had to do that one time. Oh, dude, it was it was a big thing in my house. Growing up as a kid, if I would do something bad, mm-hmm. I would have to write 250 times. And did you do it word by word? I'd go like, I, 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 will, 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 not, But it wasn't in order. It was all over the place. Yeah. Because my hand would be killing me. So it was like Bart Simpson on the chalkboard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. I will not swear in front of Grandma. 500 times. You know how hard that is when you're nine years old? <laughs> Brutal. All right, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dave? Did you hear that? Hear what? Uh, how about... Let's go to number nine, because yeah. I want to marry this with number 10. In Sunday's Bengals win over the Ravens, uh, Sam Hubbard, who's from Cincinnati, I believe, mm-hmm. took a Tyler Huntley fumble 99 yards for the game-winning touchdown. Here's how Mike Tarico called it for NBC. Right around Huntley, he reaches, throws that ball's out, that's live! Cincinnati kid, Hubbard's got a convoy, chased by Andrews, at the 30, the 20, he will score! Awesome. All right, let's hear it in Spanish. Here's how (laughs) Rolando Cantu called the Hubbard touchdown for Telemundo on Sunday night. That is awesome. Adios! That is so good. Everything does... Am I crazy? But does everything just sound better in Spanish? Absolutely. Everything sounds... Like, I don't even know what he said. All the play-by-play And it sounds so much better in Spanish, man. All right. uh, Let's get to... What do you think, Jackson? Continue to 11. All right, 11. Uh, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dick? Did you hear that? Hear what? This week on Kay Adams' show, Up and Adams, Rob Gronkowski reacting to a quote from Aaron Rodgers discussing his future and the desire to win another MVP award. He said, do I think I can still play? Of course. Can I play at a high level? The highest. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Is the right situation in Green Bay or somewhere else? I'm not sure. I don't think you should shut down any opportunities. I think there's more conversations to be had. What's what's your take on that? I'm totally fine with everything he said, except one major part, and that's the MVP again. It's just that I think I... I think I could win another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, it, and then that would have been totally fine. Like, like, bro, like, why are you thinking MVP? Like, don't you want Super Bowls? Like, Super Bowls are, are I think, five times greater than a, than an MVP award. 
Like, we all know that you won the MVP a few times now, but, like, you know, everyone would, everyone would know even more how many more Super Bowls you've won than MVP. So that, that's why I'm just a little confused about that. Mm. I guess you could argue that maybe he means if I win the MVP, that means our team is really good and we're Super Bowl caliber. The problem is he's won it the last two years, and they yeah. lost in the second round last year after they had a bye. I think Rob Gronkowski is saying what we're all feeling, and that is Aaron Rodgers' concerns far more about him than he does about the team. I think we, what he's also saying is that it's obvious there's a lot of guys in the NFL that don't like Aaron Rodgers. Yes. I, I think it's becoming crystal clear that Aaron Rodgers is not exactly the most well-liked guy in the NFL. Kind of compare that to Brady, like when a player sacks Tom Brady. And you've seen this before. Mm -hmm. The guy is there to help him up. Right. Right? Right. It's insane how much respect there is for Tom Brady. And I don't see that for Aaron Rodgers whatsoever. All right, we got time for one more. Let's go back up to four. All right, number four. Uh, That's the best one of the three? I think so. Okay. Uh, Dick, did you happen to hear that? What's that, Dick? What's that, Dick? On Monday night's Manning cast during the Bucks cowboys Deion Sanders, the new head coach at Colorado, primetime. Joining Peyton and Eli to share and explain a halftime speech he made last year while coaching Jackson State, where they led by more than 20 points at the break. We're trying to make history, and y'all think it's a game. It ain't no dirt game to me. This is real. Don't play another dirt no. It don't need dirt. Coach, is this, a, is this a little window into your coaching style that we should expect in Colorado? <laughs> I think we were actually up by twenty at halftime at, at that point, but we we weren't we, we weren't we weren't as dominant as we were supposed to be. And uh, I come in and you know music at halftime. I don't want to hear that mess, man. Let's lock in and focus. Uh, sir, I'm, I'm different. I'm old school. We grew up old school, man. You know our fathers, our coaches, old school. You know why Dion was pissed off at halftime? Up twenty, had money on the over. Yeah. He did. That's why. You know what? I cannot wait to get to Pac-12 Media Day in July. Wasn't it Deion Sanders who got mad at the guy for calling him Deion? Yes. And there's going to be somebody who's going to call him Deion. Is it going to be you? Well, here's the question that we have to ask ourselves. We know that that bothered him. Mm-hmm. So if we go on the air with Deion Sanders from L.A. and call him Dion, then we're just, we're just pushing his buttons at that point. Mm-hmm. We're stirring the pot. But there's going to be some poor bastard that hadn't seen that video. There's hundreds oh, of people down there. So somebody will refer to him as Dion, not having any idea that that bothered him at one point when he was at Jackson State. I wonder if he's gotten enough backlash for that that he won't react that way again, though. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he got hammered. Yeah. At least on social media, he got hammered. I mean, we got to call him Dion, don't we? I think so. Don't we have to call him Dion? Yes. Or we just pre- preface it by saying, look, man, we know it made you angry, but can we call you Dion? Is that's that okay? how you. That's how you do Can it. Can we call you Dion? Yes. Oh, that's God. how you loosen the moment. All right. right Four twenty-two. Hugh Millen's going to join us coming up. By the way, what's that, Dick? At five o'clock tonight. Four nine four five one for text in the morning. Those are four forty-five. Seahawks fans, is it as easy as rooting for Dallas against the Niners? How about Thank the you, Cowboys? Aubrey. Yeah, she knows what's up on Sunday. <laughs> four nine four five one. Plus, we'll come back and discuss the teams that we love to see lose in honor of Gonzaga. <laughs> Those blue and white dorks went down to Loyola Marymount last night in Spokane. We'll discuss it next on Softy and Dick on 93.3 KJRFM. Talk it over. Talk it over. Now back to Football Friday with Softy and Dick. Proudly brought to you by Bud Light on your home for the 12th man in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, need we say more? Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM. 
All right, Hugh Miller going to join us 5 o'clock tonight right here on 93.3 KJRFM. I just hope to God the guy has a freaking opinion when he comes on the air with us. You know what we should do? We should just say, hey, Hugh, neutral site AFC championship, and then just leave and let him go for well, an hour. Well, that would be a whole segment. Right? Let yeah. him just a segment. About an hour. Are you kidding me? He wouldn't shut the hell up if they talk forever. So he's going to join us. Uh, I think he may be at this golf tournament, by the way, in La Quinta. Oh, is he in California he, right think, now? Uh, yes. Okay. I, I think he's at the is it the Amex? Is that right? Yeah, down that's there? where I took Dixon last I year. I think he's at the tournament, and if they're if he's there, you better damn well have the dump button ready when he comes on the air at five o'clock. Do you tonight. remember we had him on last year yeah. when he was at the and tournament? Was, and you remember what happened? He was pied. Yep. Okay. But he was he wasn't at this one though last pied. year. He was at the Scottsdale one. Yeah, he last may have year. been at the waste management last yeah. year. Yeah, but which still, is much more. I'll tell you yes. though, Jackson. The Scottsdale one much more pie worthy. No this question. is a this is a very very yes. tame golf yeah, tournament. You're in, they don't let you in the waste management with a blood alcohol level under point five. That's right. Ah. That's right. <laughs> they turn you back. It's a, you go back in the parking lot and you have yep. a couple more shots of whiskey and then you try to yeah. get in here. There's Ubers two miles long That's outside right. the That's gates right. of the waste so management. I, I think he's at this tournament. By the way, so wow. we'll find out at five o'clock tonight when he jumps on. Okay, so Gonzaga last night their seventy five game. Home winning streak comes to an end. It's over, Johnny. All right. It's over. I got some more numbers. I'll save most of them for stats or for losers. 96 straight versus unranked is over for Gonzaga. <laughs> and they lose to Loyola Marymount. So, look, I don't mean to pile on and make fun of Gonzaga. And, of course, I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> But it just kind of got me thinking who you love to see lose as a sports fan. Because I, I think rooting against somebody, sports hate, if you will, right? Watching other teams lose is part of the fun of being a having a rival that you can root against is part of the fun of being a sports fan. So I just put on Twitter who you know, who do you love to see lose, mm-hmm. and I just I, I just pick four teams in, in no particular order. All right, just to get the conversation going, I put Gonzaga and the picture of Adam Morrison crying like a baby. Was that UCLA by the way? Yes, it was. Okay, UCLA. Uh, I put that one on there. Uh, I put Oregon losing to UW. Uh, when they wore those ridiculously puke neon yellow uniforms they had last year in Oregon. Uh, I put Jimmy Garoppolo losing the Super Bowl for San Francisco. And I put Russell Westbrook uh, dropping to his knees when Oklahoma City, uh, I believe, got beat by the Blazers in that first round playoff game. So I I, I said uh, Gonzaga, the Niners, Oregon, and Oklahoma City were the top four teams for me. And somebody said, well, where's Washington State? I'll be honest with you. I don't really take a lot of pleasure in Washington State losing unless it's in the Apple Cup. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov 
slash careers. And maybe it's just because the Huskies beat them so badly and they own them so badly that I just would almost rather have them be really good so we can beat them up in the Apple Cup. You realize the Cougars have not beaten like a team with more than seven or eight wins since they beat Brock Heward in 97. That's right. In that Apple Cup. A Husky Cup. team, you mean. Correct. Yes. When they beat the Huskies, they typically are terrible yes. like they were like last, last year, year when they were 4-8, and eight, right? Like we, 2008, yes, we, which that, Cougar fans some right. reason think is a great win. Well, they were a one-win team yeah. before that, so for them it was a great win. But I, I, I take way more pleasure in watching other teams lose before I take pleasure in watching Washington State lose, I take more pleasure in beating Wazoo in the Apple Cup mm-hmm. than I do watching other teams lose, like Gonzaga or San Francisco or Oklahoma City. But I just, I, I, I will never, never, ever get over, and it's never going to get old, watching Gonzaga go down, it's never going to get old watching Oregon go down, Oklahoma City go down, or the 49ers go down. So those are my top four right well, there. Well, and the three of those, for absolutely obvious reasons. I yeah, mean, they are yeah. conference rivals, league rivals. I mean, the, the, the city that stole your team. I mean, I guess I guess I, if, if I wasn't even a Gonzaga fan. Which let's, you are. Let's say, yes. I, let's, say I had, let's say I had absolutely no rooting interest in Gonzaga. Right. I would still say this to you. Okay. I don't understand why your conference rival, yeah, yeah. you don't want them to go down more than just some random in-state team that's not in your conference. Okay, well, first of all, we've had this conversation 50,000 times not about, on the radio not the, com- not the Wazoo-Gonzaga com- okay. comparison. Okay, because I don't see the Wazoo as a threat whatsoever to anything I'm doing. I see Gonzaga when they play UW as a major threat. And you know what? Screw them. I mean, this is, again... Th- I didn't bring this up to have that conversation. Okay. Just so you know. I just wanted the wazoo part of it explained. I did not bring this up to have that conversation. And every year, every time Gonzaga loses in the tournament, some newbie needs to be reminded why Softy hates Gonzaga. (laughs) I feel like there should be a PSA. Like, I should buy ad time on this radio station. You guys know anybody? There's a lot of people on your Twitter that that can't understand why you included Gonzaga in that I should buy ad time on this radio station and explain to everybody every March why I can't stand Gonzaga. And there's a lot of reasons why I can't stand Gonzaga. Like, Kentucky and Louisville don't play in the same conference. I think Louisville roots for Kentucky. Hell no, they don't. Absolutely they don't. Okay? So, it, it just, it's born out of getting your ass beat every single year. And that began like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. My team is going to get spanked when they play Gonzaga. And then you want me to turn around and root for those SOBs? No, thank you. No, thank you. So it's a deep-seated development over time of hatred that has been growing and growing and festering every single year. And I got to be totally honest with you. The hatred grows even more when people jump on the Twitter machine or email me or text or whatever and say, I don't get it. What's wrong with you? Why can't you root for Gonzaga? They're in the state. That stuff just makes the hatred grow even more. It's like Darth Vader and the Emperor. It just builds and builds and builds. And I'm telling you guys, at some point in time, that Gonzaga UW conversation is going to happen when I'm like 60 years old and lightning will fly out of my fingers. It's like... Like Darth Vader. I just hope you don't fall over. Okay. And, just, just... and I'm going to pick somebody up and throw them down an elevator shaft because of that conversation. <laughs> I can't stand them. And I love watching them lose. Okay, I love so it. why That's did it. you bring it up? Why did I? Because I want your top four. That's why. 
I want, well, definitely I want the, your top four. Definitely the three that you mentioned okay. in the order. Oregon Niners and Oklahoma City. Oregon. Yeah. And in the Oregon, Oklahoma City Niners, that order. Okay. Trying to think so of who's a, number four then. Who, who's probably the, the Cougs. Four, okay. So Cougs are Cougs. those. So we got Wazoo, yeah. OKC, Oregon, and San Francisco for Dick. But right, I'm kind of with you. I do yeah. think the Apple Cup is more fun. Uh, totally. Like this year when we beat a bowl eligible wazoo team instead of a three and yeah. eight eligible hey, look, three and eight wazoo team. i i just i'm not counting the apple cup as a win every year but i'm pretty damn close to counting it I, as a win every year i don't have a lot of glee when the cougars lose except when they cougar like when there's classic like seventeen point leads in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. like those, it's it's really hard yeah. not to enjoy. But this. you really uh, let let's face it. There's a difference between taking glee, which is a great word, taking <laughs> glee in the Cougars losing, and there's another story to take glee in them losing the Apple Cup. Oh, of course, and shoving that in their fat face, of course, for nine months and coming to work and looking at guys like Jason Puckett and Jim Moore. And shoving that up their butt, right? All right, which that's is why where I thought you, you would really have, take the glee. That's why I why, okay. thought you'd have Wazoo higher than Gonzaga because right. you don't have anybody here that you'd have to worry about talking smack to you I'm about Gonzaga. I'm talking about three sixty five, man. Three sixty five. You can always take pleasure in watching these people lose. So, hey, look, I can be convinced to put Wazoo in my top four, and I might even be convinced to bump Gonzaga to make room for Washington State. But those are the four that came to mind. So, Jackson, how about you? Well, you guys know I'm the soccer and Sounders guy. No! What? Really? Since when? When did that happen? Poland Timbers is number one far and away. Really amazing that you're the soccer guy when you consider that, you know. You don't know Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the other one? Oh, this one right here? Jackson doesn't know Dick. Love that. Uh, (laughs) Oregon number two. For the same reason, just Oregon, the whole state. Uh, OKC three, and then continuing with soccer, the LA Galaxy are my number four. Okay, so Right outside. So you got OKC, LA Galaxy. You got two MLS teams. Yeah, I do. Wow. I hate the LA Galaxy. I really hate the LA Galaxy. You know, driving through Oregon last week, Jeez. and I drove through the whole state. Yeah. It is so much because I had to get to California, and that's the only Gross. way. That's the fastest way to go. It, it is so much more deliverance than Washington State is. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable when you're in Central Oregon versus Central Washington. You're you know South Central when you're you driving don't get down that I five. Driving through Centralia. Yeah, you but it's hear, not nearly ding, ding, that. Ding, 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 it's ding, not ding. nearly that bad. Wow, jeez, it's unbelievable. You hear this in your head. <laughs> huh? and there's parts of Northern Oregon. California <laughs> like this too yeah. that are really scary. So d- doesn't Portland have like some scumbag owner? Down yes, there. Merritt Paulson. He, he's still there? Yes. Okay, so if that guy's out of the equation, does it change no. the thing for you at all? No. All right. Well, but it just makes it worse. Yeah, but just consider this. Most Timber fans are also Oregon Duck fans. Yeah, so I hit okay. them all. That's right. That's right. So you can get them one-two punch. Great. So give us your top four. Who do you love to see lose? Just love it. No matter what's going on, regular season, preseason, Practice, whatever you love to give us your top four to four nine four five one. In honor of our friends from Spokane going down in a ball of flames last night to Loyola Marymount at the kennel. Four nine four five one. Hugh Millen coming up five o'clock tonight right here on Softy and Dick. Coming to you live from the Elliott Avenue studios of Sports Radio KJR. This is Textimonials. Hello. 
Take it away, Dave Softy Mahler and Dick Fain. Hey, before we get to testimonials, uh, brought to you by our friends at Telemore Do Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM brings you the $1,000 power play brought to you by Muckleshoot Casino. Uh, your word this hour, by the way, is money. Enter the word money at 933KJR.com. Uh, for a chance to win a thousand dollars, courtesy of Muckleshoot Casino. Uh, again, that's the one thousand dollar power play contest. Enter the word money at ninety three three kjr dot com. Now, all right, Hugh Millen's going to join us. Uh, we'll see if he's in any kind of on air shape at the MX tournament there in La Quinta. Coming up five o'clock, Art Teal will join us as well at six p.m. tonight and talk about everything happening in the Seattle sports scene. Four nine four five one. Tell them more do text line for testimonials when it's game time. It's Tully time. Uh, give us your top four teams you love to see lose. That's a part of this conversation as well. As is Hugh. What? Uh, sorry, <laughs> that, that was me uh, getting you were saying the wrong thing. Uh, the conversation about uh, Dick Fane rooting for the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, back yeah. to the first segment of the show when Dick Fane was admitting that he's rooting for the Niners to win the championship this year, which I'm kind of lying about. Go ahead. Rooting for San Francisco. Iron sharpens iron. Oh, God. The championship competition will make us better. I mean, they're good enough already. Really? Guys, you just got buried by the Niners three games in a row. I, you really need them to get better so you can get better? If they got any better, they'd be undefeated. I do subscribe to the theory, though, that Super Bowl champions, and particularly Super Bowl losers, do not bounce back well. That's fine. They do yeah. not bounce back fine. well. So if you want, I, I just think they're less hungry, and I think you will have an easier time beating the Niners next year in the division if they either win or lose the Super Bowl than if they lose somewhere in this playoffs. Yeah, well, the problem is is that, first of all, I've been using that theory since the Niners played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Room for them to lose because I think at that point in time, the last team to win a championship after losing a championship outside of New England was the Dolphins in the That's early right. 70s. That's right. So it doesn't happen And the Niners often. didn't make the playoffs right. the next year. The problem is, though, is that this Niner team has a seventh-round quarterback that's making no money. And they're going to be able to spend a lot of money on, on other positions because they're not paying that guy anything unless if we, he's their starting quarterback. Unless we find out he's a pumpkin. Oh, God. All right, what's next? As much as I hate the Cowboys, I hate the Winers more. Have told many Winer fans they will not make the Super Bowl. Well, I tell you, I'm rooting against them. I hope they get crushed. I mean, I'm nervous it's going to go the exact opposite way. I could see the Niners winning this game going away. Can't you? I could. Sunday? I What's could. What's the spread? Three and a half. Three and a half, right? which yeah. I was a little surprised it was so slow low. I could see him winning by 10 points plus. In but this the Niners, game. D, the one thing that worries me, if I were to be rooting for the Niners, which I'm not rooting for the Niners, I'm just not rooting for the Cowboys, the one thing that would worry me is <laughs> the Niners, D, has not been the same the last month as it was the rest of the season. Oh. <sighs> The Hawks had 17 on them at halftime. Yeah, the problem is now their offense is killing people. That's the yeah. issue. At the same time, their defense is taking a little bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. And you're right, they had 17 at halftime. How many did they end up with? 23. Right, because they did jack squat That's right. in the second half of that game. So, go Cowboys. And the only thing else I got to say is, Get how about them Cowboys? Yeah! What's next? Niners are like WSU, and Cowboys are like Oregon. One is significantly worse than the other. Mm. Uh, what does he mean by that? I think he thinks the Cowboys are worse than the the, the uh, Niners. Because if he compared the Niners to Wazoo yeah. and the Cowboys to the Ducks. Oh, I think he's right, though. The Cowboys are worse than San Francisco. Don't you think? 
Significantly worse than San Francisco. No, worse meaning we hate them more. Oh, we hate them more. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, he was know. equating the Cowboys to the Ducks. No, which I means hate it the sounds Niners. like he's yeah. rooting yeah. for the Niners. Hey, you know what? I mean, look, I, I don't have the Cowboy hatred that you do. I don't have the Cowboy hatred that a lot of people do. I get it because it's annoying when people kind of you know create this persona. And it's not deserved of yeah. America's team. Like the Braves are America's team just because they're on TBS every week. And it's all you watch growing up was Skip Carey and the freaking Braves. And then you watch the Munsters and then Mork and Mindy. So <laughs> that's all you knew. And growing up as a kid, you saw the Cowboys almost every week on CBS with Pat Summerall. It felt like every game Pat Summerall and John Madden were doing was a Cowboy-Redskin game, right. Cowboy-Giant right. game, Cowboy-Eagle game, Cowboy-Niner game. Every single week. And every but year they, the Cowboys yeah. went 9-7. and seven And every didn't do year. anything. Well, they have not made the conference championship game since the 95 season. It was Jan- This will be on Stats are for Losers, by the way. January of 96, the last time the Cowboys played in the conference championship game was literally five months before the Sonics played the Bulls in the NBA Finals. That's how long it's been since they've been in that ago, game. Man. It's crazy. All right, what's next? 49ers, Ducks, Astros, and OKC. Yeah. Oh, Astros. But how do we forget the, the Astros? Well, nobody's forgetting them, but you can only have four. That's the great thing about the question. There's only room for but four. I might put the Astros the ahead Rushmore. of the I might put the Astros ahead of the Cougars. Would you really? Okay. Well, I, I hate don't know. the Astros. Yeah. And I hate their fan. I hate their cocky media. Yeah. I hate their fans on Twitter. <laughs> like they, they think they own Major League Baseball because they've been good for like five years out of the last hundred. Yeah. Now they're pretty good. I don't know. I mean, that's who we're trying to be, right? Don't you hate the Astros? I do, but not enough to put them on my top four. That's a healthy hate Certainly. right there, the Astros. Right. What's next? My top four is Raiders, Broncos, OU Sooners, and the team that used to be the Sonics. Yeah. Wow, you know, old school. He's going He's going to AFC yeah. West on us. That sounds like about a 70-year-old man, by the way, that sent that text. <laughs> the question is, does John Stanton hate the Astros? Does John Stanton wake up every single day and ask his team, what have we done to beat Houston today? <laughs> right? Like Notre Dame has that sign. Right. Right. Play like a champion. We need John Stanton to put a sign above the clubhouse. When those guys leave the clubhouse and go into the dugout, what have you done to beat Houston today? Does it piss him off what the Astros have done? Does it piss him off when they host the Blue Jays and they have 30,000 Canadians invading his... Does it? Let's ask him. Uh, well, Let's ask him again. When he April. comes on, we'll ask him again. Does it bother you the way it bothers me when I don't the think Blue we Jay asked fans him that when he came on T-Mobile us. Park? Well, next time he's on, we're going to ask him, all right? All right, then we'll ask him why he's not spending money. All right, uh, we're going to break. Hugh Millen's going to join us next and give us his thoughts and everything happening to the Hawks over the offseason with weekend's games in the NFL. Hugh Millen will join us. Coming up next on Softy and Dick on 93.3 KJRFM. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus